live from the Caltech studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. How is everybody doing today? Doing good. Doing well. Great for you guys to be here. Thank you for being here with me today. Listen, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live coast to coast, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. So let me go around the room. Let me go around the room. Let's uh, let's 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 do some introductions. Let's I don't get know the, how you're going to do this. Let's get the formalities out of the way. I'm 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 going to do this. I'm going to do this. He's still technically technically still. on my right hand side. Yeah, he's on my right hand side. Barely. He's on my he's on my right hand side. On my right hand side, my right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Doctor Corbett, approve memos. Lead a workshop. Oh, yeah. I like watching the heads bob. Oh, I bet you do, yeah. but that's a whole different show. Um, <laughs> He's a collector of bobblehead yeah, dolls. What are you doing? Everybody are you likes doing? the intro music. Always got to take it. How was your week, sir? How's things going for you? Doing very good. Very good. Keeping busy. Keeping busy. Keeping busy. Good to hear. I like busy. Busy means money, right? <laughs> or or it means... Um, well, I made it, and now i got to go earn it. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, sitting uh, in my 10 o'clock position, for those of you drawing out the, the room uh, diagram, is the courtroom assassin himself. Please welcome back the legal ninja, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Nice to see and you. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. I'm a little sore. Does it have anything to do with the bobbing of heads that Earl mentioned? No. I, okay. I, I, uh-huh. I, I supervised. No, I mean, maybe he's got a sore neck. Yeah. I don't know. I, I supervised the moving of furniture. In my office yesterday, and that supervision was very taxing. I mean, because you have—I mean, listen—to be to be a competent supervisor, you have to stand and glare. Yeah. And I, if you're going to stand for and, a while, and occasionally point. Yeah, you're going to feel it in the calves, yeah. in the triceps uh-huh. when you're pointing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not—it's not an easy task. Everybody thinks, oh, like anybody could be a supervisor. Yeah, let's see you stand here for 15 minutes before I go get some coffee. You know, that's that's not an easy job. Kevin knows he runs his own business. I do. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I, so I walk I. my own business. Yeah, well, I don't really run it. <laughs> Uh, so leisurely stroll my own business. <laughs> so, so does this mean that there's some sort of Craigslist free old furniture posted out in front of the old uh, downtown attorney's office? Mm, no, the, the there was an office <clears throat> that was right next to to where our office suite has a bunch of different offices in it, and no one was using that one. And, and I've kind of usurped it over the years, <laughs> but it uh, it didn't have what I would refer to as adequate accoutrements. And so I, we went to lift one of those pieces, and it literally fell apart. So it got moved outside in several small pieces was, because it was caught in a shag rug in there. Yeah, it's it's, just... wasn't that. Don't don't criticize our carpet. Okay, it's not shag rug. They're shaft. Um, but uh, we moved. My college nickname, by the way. Yeah, we, we moved the because uh, it's the music in his head. <laughs> that's right. It? Yeah, that's it. Uh, we moved the two. Uh, workstations that I had outside my office into that space, and so I now have a very large open area right outside of my office that I'm going to turn into a consultation kind of conference room. I thought you were going to go with like a wet bar because that <laughs> yeah. no. business will go through the roof. At least yeah. the DUI business. Right? <laughs> Come on in, have a drink, relax. Yeah. yeah, as long as they're not on probation still. Yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> you get a Shirley Temple. That's all you. <laughs> that's, that's all you get. Wonderful, wonderful. Bartender and everything. <laughs> no, gonna. We're looking at a new paralegal, but not a bartender. Although they, that person may know how to mix a drink. I don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, but listen, it's all really the wasn't process. part of the evaluation criteria. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was. Wait, you know a family law really well. Uh, okay, you may make the cut. That's it. But but can you make an Irish mule? I, it's not. I can teach somebody to make an Irish mule. Teaching someone how to do family law takes a decade. Days of practice. Dec- and, yeah. Okay. <laughs> decades. Yeah. Decades of practice. Yeah. He knew there was a D in there. <laughs> well, well, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Uh, also joining us today is the uh, the samurai sidekick, the the uh, himself. Please welcome Mr. Alec Weber. Mr. Alec Weber. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Mr. Where's he's is not, Alec in the room with you? No. No. Nope. Where is Alec? He's not with me. He, he's not here. Uh, he gave me the explanation that because I completely destroyed any way to do business yesterday because of the furniture moves that he had to make up the work that I interrupted him doing yesterday. So he's off today at the office, supposed to be at the office, <laughs> working on on uh, making up that work. But I've also been told that his wife is ovulating, so that may be part of what he has on his agenda. Oh. Well, you know what? Either way, we'll get him on the phone next break because it'll be good radio. It, it will be. It will <laughs> whichever, whatever's it, going on. It'll be great radio. <laughs> you know, whether it's new furniture or the yeah, My phone's going to blow up any second now, and he's going to go, stop it. <laughs> Don't you uh, dare call me. So let's say he's at the office, so you've got an employee that just comes in and does extra work because work needs to be done and doesn't worry about compensation. I mean, it's compensation in the long run, sure, because it's a successful case, but willing to put that extra time in? Just so we're absolutely clear, Mr. Weber is not an employee. He's an independent contractor. Oh, independent contractor. uh, So that he gets to take that stuff off his taxes himself. Okay. Uh, But I don't set his schedule. I give him an objective and get out of the way. Which is sort of the way I think your commanding officer gave you work. He said, accomplish this. I'm not going to tell you how to accomplish it. I just want the result. Now, occasionally I do discuss with him the processes, but he is an extraordinarily competent attorney. And so I don't really have to tell him how to skin the cat. I just tell him how many cats I want skinned. Yeah, that's a, it's a famous quote from Patton. It's the uh, don't tell don't tell them how to do it. Just tell them what you want done and then stand back and watch them amaze you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Get out of the way. Don't interfere with them. Yeah. Give them the support they need and whatever tools are necessary and then watch the success. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, even even just goes to show even the old man loved to, or hated a hated a micromanager. So yeah, it's not, just stand back and let them do it. It's not necessary. Make sure you've trained them properly. Make sure they know what it is they need to do to accomplish their task. And I've done that with him years ago. I mean, I, I don't have to teach him any more about how to practice law. Running a business is the part that he doesn't want to learn to do. Sure. Well, he wants to be the, the dutiful worker. He wants to study, he wants to do law. He doesn't right. want to do uh, payroll. Right. You know? He doesn't. <laughs> payroll, <laughs> scheduling. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. stuff that you don't do because you have Earl. I got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy. I got a, got a very good guy at it. Uh, 
All right, some uh, some announcements to get through here. We've uh, we've got uh, some American Sniper DVDs we're giving away today. Uh, make sure you listen each segment. We'll probably have a different little contest, trivia contest, or call-in quotes, or ways to, to tweet us, or however you're going to get the message to us. <laughs> we'll be taking care of that. Um, now, since Alex's not here, is he eligible? He's not eligible. Not eligible? eligible? Well, not it, eligible? T- it depends on what you ask. Oh, okay, yeah. true, true. I mean, you ask him a law question, you're going to lose yeah. a, a DVD. Yeah. If you ask him... Well, you maybe know, a, a gun use technique question. Right. You, you may might win. You might might stump win. him. Okay. Don't forget, we've got 60 seconds in the arms room coming up at 3:30 today. When we come back from the 3:30 break, that's sponsored to you by Gun Tech. Uh, we'll have that for you. Uh, we've got those American Sniper DVDs. We've got some great stories, some information coming out of Florida. We've got some new legal information coming out of D.C. that we're gonna we're gonna fill your ears with this afternoon. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you in a few minutes. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment 
and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Good little break there, a little stretch, a little exercise, oh, yeah. trying to yep. trying to get it in. It was a long, long weekend for or long week for all of us, evidently doing a doing a little bit of a little bit of work around the old uh, establishments. Hey, joining us on the line right now is the samurai sidekick, uh, is uh, uh, one of the greatest lawyers in town, from what I'm told, Mr. Alec Weber. Also, one of the busiest lawyers in town, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> one of the busiest. What's what's going on? What are you doing? You're, you know, you're late, right? Uh, I, I missed the memo. We had a show today. Yeah, it is. Wait, is, is it Saturday? Or are we all here on the wrong day? No, no it is Saturday. It's, it's okay. Saturday. It's Saturday. We have Not that we haven't showed up here on the wrong day before. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so that has happened. Um, it's been a particularly busy week, and uh, we've had some volatile cases. And I'm in the middle right now of uh, modifying one of our domestic violence injunctions that we had put in place recently, because the husband's decided that he just can't abide by the court's orders, and. Uh, we reached a deal, and he decided he wanted to violate the deal, so now we're going to stick it to him. You see, folks, this is what you get when you contact Max Orlando, even though he's got a prior commitment to be here and do a show and tell you about the legal work they do in the community. Something came up that needed his immediate legal attention, and bam, he's at the courthouse amending or at, 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 uh, at the office amending injunctions to make sure uh, you, get, you get maximum effort. Which just so happens to be a hop, skip, and a jump away from the courthouse. It's perfect. I could be at the that's, courthouse. It's just no one else is there. That's why you guys are the downtown attorneys. <laughs> that's right. That's why we're downtown attorneys. And how can they get a hold of the downtown attorneys if they need to get a hold of them? Well, they can give me a call at the office right now, 407-480-2179. Uh, they could reach us on our website, maxlaworlando.com. They could reach us on the Twitters, at maxlaworlando. <laughs> and uh, You've they could reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. Outstanding, Alec. Thanks for letting me bug you during your 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 work and your diligence. I know you're uh, taking care of a client right now. I'm used to it, my friend. All, <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you soon. Good luck with your uh, endeavors today. Get back Thank to work. So it was nice to him. I, you know what? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I worked that boy like a borrowed lawnmower. <laughs> I swear to, you know what? I've, I have had people come in with stuff I wouldn't have a clue how to do, and, and I went, hey, you, you want to learn to do this? Uh, oh, okay. All right. Sign him up. <laughs> we'll and, take it. And, and he, we, we put him on some cases, uh, federal cases, that— Yeah, not your I, typical I, everyday stuff. I, I wouldn't have even taken on by myself, and I just said— what, what do you mean you don't know how to do that? Right. You said you were going to learn how – you need to go learn how to do that. And, you know, he went off and locked himself in a closet with a bunch of new books over a weekend and came back and went, okay, okay, I'm ready. Kind of like the, uh, the Matrix, like that, that, uh, yeah. I know federal law. Uh, yeah. right. exactly. I know kung fu. It just, it just, just took just, a little longer. I, yeah. you know, 
just it's it's almost like having to give him an IV of algebra. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, you yeah. know back yeah. in the day. Yeah, when, I've done when, that. When you yeah. learn how to do stuff by chemical yeah. in, That's it. In, induction. I learned a whole semester of uh, physics uh, in one night. That was that was fun. Same way. <laughs> Same way. Um, got some uh, got some clarifications. I, uh, it's the American Sniper DVDs that we're giving away. They're not just DVDs. No, they're no, not just they're DVDs. They're better than DVDs. They're super. They're they're laser disc. No, they're, no, no. <laughs> wow. They're, they're beta. Can, can you beta reach tape. across beta. and stick him with something? <laughs> they're laser disc. What are they? They're, they're Betamax. Is what they are. They're Betamax. They are Blu-ray. Blu-ray. HD. DVD combo packs. Blu-ray HD DVD combo pack. So that does three things. Yes. You can run it in a DVD. Okay. You can run a different one in the Blu-ray. In the Blu-ray. But you've got the the digital version that you can put on your phone. Oh. Or your iPad. Wait, my, you can't put a disc in my phone. No, it's, it's, you can it's download a, it's it. It's a it. digital. Oh, I could, uh, let's be correct. I can download it on your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. 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 Okay, no truer thing has ever been said. That's like when my iPhone breaks down, I just go to a grade school and toss it to an eight-year-old and say, could you fix that, please? Yeah. And, one, and I've had the school people go, hey, hey, what are you doing here? I said, I, my phone's broken. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> we understand. No problem. We're, we're next. Yeah. All right, did you gentlemen happen to catch this week? I know we've talked about it in the past. Uh, this was one of the, the bills that... Uh, uh, Florida Carey had helped uh, sponsor our good friends over at Florida Carey. Um, Sean Carano, the director, Eric Friday, the uh, counsel for them. Mm-hmm. And this was one that some of the sheriffs here in Florida were adamantly opposed to. Uh, you know, obviously, excuse me, uh, normally the sheriffs in Florida are very big proponents oh, yes, of yes. Uh, firearms rights. Uh, and there's a few politicians out there now that are not just happen to be holding the position of sheriff, but uh, for the most part, the sheriff's office and the sheriff's association in Florida had been for. Second Amendment rights, they had come up against this one. Uh, Florida Governor Rick Scott signed the emergency evacuation bill into law. So I guess that would be the emergency evacuation law now. Mm-hmm. Um, persons evacuating from a designated <clears throat> mandatory evacuation zone can lawfully carry firearms without license for up to 48 hours while in the process of evacuating. Now, Hopefully there's no evacuations at all that we have to worry about. Mm -hmm. But if there happens to be one between now and the time we get to give you this story and you get to read this completely, please don't use just our news story (laughs) as your authority to carry in an evacuation zone because we're going to give you the... Yeah, we're gonna give you the fifteen. No, they so, said it on Arms yeah, Room Radio. We're and gonna then give the, you the one the, to the two police will go, story. Oh, yeah. well, then it's probably true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you're because they're the, all listening. Yes, they are. They are. I'm, I'm actually getting um, several of the tweeters right now uh, that that say they're listening. So uh, we, got, I've got uh, friends on the way to Tampa. They're going to see Rush. Rush is in town in Tampa this weekend. They're going to see Rush. I didn't know that. I might be going there tonight. Nice. So it's just like hanging out with them, or there's a concert. Oh, no, it's probably at the poolside bar. Okay. You're just going to see Rush. Like, look, Getty Lee. Yeah. Uh, take off, you hoser. All right. Uh, they're they're Canadian. <laughs> yeah. It's, nobody else figured that yeah. out when, by what you said. Not, not at all. Uh, and if you don't know who Rush is, then shame on you. You should you should be shamed if you don't know Rush. Uh, concealed carry licenses can't be treated. Concealed carry licensees can't be treated like criminals for carrying concealed. Uh, today, this would have been, I believe, Thursday, Governor Rick Scott signed Senate Bill 290 into law, Florida Senate Bill 290 into law. The bill, sponsored by Senator Brandes in the Senate and Representative 
Fitzenhagen in the house. I've I've been to Fitzenhagen in Germany. That's a party <laughs> town. I'm just saying. Uh, and supported by hard work from Florida Carry and supported by hard work from Florida Carry and the National Rifle Association is important to gun owners statewide for two critical reasons. <clears throat> Should we make this the trivia question? What two critical reasons? That's too no. That's no. No, no don't no. No, too much. We're supposed to be sharing information, oh, okay. not getting okay. them to teach us. Okay, got it. Got it. I we could have waited, put the Jeopardy music on, waited for the phone to ring. Not a good segment? No? All right. The new law That's provides our Jeopardy music. <laughs> the new law provides a where'd it go? An exception for those in the process of fleeing a designated mandatory evacuation area. Uh, section is for a maximum of 48 hours, which may be extended by the governor. It provides that those affected may lawfully carry a concealed weapon or firearm on or about their person. The exception applies only to the immediate and urgent movement of a person away from the evacuation zone within 48 hours after a mandatory evacuation is ordered. This will allow lawful gun owners to bring their guns with them during an emergency rather than being forced to leave them behind to fall into the hands of looters or be destroyed in the disaster. Okay, this is exactly what we talked about in the past, uh, that if you're evacuating from, and I'm, I'm just, just going to say, uh, you know, let's say Dade County, Dade and Broward County, uh, Southern Counties, and you happen to own firearms down there, whether it be a, a gun you own for only home defense, you don't have a concealed carry permit, or you've got Grandpa's, uh, you know, M1 Garand and hunting shotgun. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just their family heirlooms or home defense, and 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 you know you're grabbing your 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 photo albums, you're grabbing your important paperwork in that little little safe that everybody keeps under the bed in the master bedroom. That's a little tip for everybody in their homes from a law enforcement officer. Don't keep it under the bed. That's where all the bad guys know it is. Okay, um, and it, it's kind of like when you get out of your car. Oh, I'll put my I'll put my wallet under the seat, the driver's seat. They'll never look there. It's the same place every time. Find the new spot. Uh, anyway, the when you want to transport those firearms, now you legally can. You don't have to worry about being stopped as you are fleeing the evacuation zone or, you know, leaving in an orderly fashion the evacuation zone. And you get stopped and you, don't, you won't be charged with carrying a concealed firearm, uh, you know, anymore. That, that's not going to happen. Is that is that how you're reading it? Kevin, is that what I'm? We're reading the same thing there. It it does. It does appear that what you get to do is carry any of your firearms on your person, concealed, without the need for specific licensure in the form of a concealed weapons permit. I wonder how this will be applied if you have to flee from Florida completely, because this exception applies to you as a Florida resident and acts as a 48-hour license. And so if you go to Georgia and you get stopped and you can't produce the document, can you produce a copy of the bill and or the law and the emergency evacuation notice? And does that act as a temporary concealed weapons permit? I wonder. That brings up a couple of questions uh, that I, I have do that for to you, you all now. the time. And so we'll have to cover those <laughs> when we get back from the break. When we come back, don't forget, we've got a couple of questions. We're going to be picking over the break. What is the best question that we're going to have here for 62nd in the arms room? And the winner of that's going to get the American Sniper Laser Disc combo package that we have. Betamax. For them. Betamax package. What is it? It's a. 
DVD, HD, HD and Blu-ray. Blu-ray. You're going to get one of those. So whoever we uh, we pick out from that. All right, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you in a few minutes. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstro. California Governor Jerry Brown's proposing an amnesty program for people who can't afford to pay off spiraling traffic fines and court penalties. Pushed by the Democratic governor's spotlights, a growing concern that California's justice system is profiting off minorities and low-income residents. The prosecutor in the case against a Cleveland police officer acquitted today in the deaths of two unarmed suspects says he respects the judge's decision and urges others to do the same. Cuyahoga County Prosecutor Tim McGinty says the shooting reinforces the need for more training and better supervision in the police department. And electoral figures announced today show a 62.1% of Irish voters have approved legalizing so-called same-sex marriage by a landslide. The unexpectedly strong percentage of approval in the predominantly Catholic country surprised both sides of the issue. This is SRN News. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Keltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Good break? You guys, you all right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know. It disappeared there for a little bit. A little stretching exercises or something. Trying to trying to stay fit, stay 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 loose. Uh, hey, hey, Nick, do we have the we have the music for this? Do we have the the promo, the drop, the 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 sound effects, the the uh, the extra extra effort for sixty seconds in the gun room. We got it. We 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 do not. Oh, it's downstairs. No, that's a thumbs down. No, I have it. You're pointing at me. All right, I guess we'll be doing this next segment. Uh, dun, 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 dun. We'll do this one next segment. Uh, we'll Oops. continue with current story, uh, which is uh, Florida Governor Rick Scott signs emergency evacuation bill into law. Uh, Kevin, we uh, we talked about number one. Uh, of the two critical reasons is that the new law provides the exception for those in the process of fleeing a designated mandatory evacuation area. Now, I see this as meaning common sense also. Uh, if I'm in a Broward or Dade County resident, the evacuation route is to Tampa, Orlando, or Daytona. That if I'm in Pensacola and heading to Tallahassee, this doesn't apply to me. I can't just, well, look, there's an evacuation order in the state. I live in Pensacola. I'm going to start carrying concealed and go to Tallahassee for the weekend. Yeah, it it probably is not a prudent decision to try to use an evacuation from an area where you don't live as an explanation for why you thought you could get away with this. It, it that's that's don't abuse it. Right. Right. If if you abuse it, then guess what? You get you know win you know play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's exactly right. You, you'll mm-hmm. get to go get arrested and spend some time in jail. And and you can absolutely argue that you had the complete right to do what you did. And then when you pay someone like me and you spend, you know, I don't know, 175 days in custody before your trial, you will realize that being dead right and being dead wrong still means you're dead. Right. Yes. Yes. You, you, know, you don't don't want to do that. Um, all right. Number two, legislation also corrected the structure of Florida Statute 790.01, the law that prohibits concealed carry. So they've added to it. All right. In, in 2013, Florida Supreme Court ruled that carrying a firearm or weapon even with a license, 
is a crime to which the licensed person only has an affirmative defense. This was because lack of licensure was not an element of the crime, merely an exception. Ooh, you know, this actually... That's that's the big that that was a really yeah. big problem. That was a big problem when they were cons- uh, and we'll have to get them on uh, you know next week. The guys from uh, Florida Carry. This yeah. was one of their elements that they'd filed to the to the the state supreme court with uh, the question of do you have to have the licensure in in your house? Remember there was there was the the, the conflicting the the law was conflicting. Right, you can't carry a concealed weapon on your person anywhere. It's a crime, and though. The police can come to your house, arrest you for carrying a concealed weapon. And even if you have a concealed weapons permit, you still get arrested. And then you get to prove at trial it's in the, you have an Correct. affirmative defense that I had a concealed weapons permit. You can beat the beat the charge. Can't beat the can't ride. Beat the ride. Okay, so this is corrected that. So that's probably no longer in front of the, the Supreme Court when they ask for clarification because they've changed it in law. The legislature has, we hope, solved that problem. Okay, all right. Uh, Florida, Florida's legislative scheme causes us to hold that concealed carry licensure is an affirmative defense to a charged crime of carrying a concealed weapon, as codified in the statutes. Conclusion is based upon a clear reading and consideration of its structure that, that the state governs firearms and other weapons and legal precedent on that issue. Okay, so that clears that up. The result was that Florida law, Florida's law-abiding concealed carry licensors could be treated like criminals and even be arrested for exercising the right to bear arm. New law also corrects this problem by now clearly stating that it only prohibits people who are not licensed from carrying concealed weapons or firearms. All right. Uh, we offered this simple change to law because it was will help to ensure that People who hold concealed carry licenses are not treated like common criminals. Yep, that that addition to 790.01, unlicensed carrying of a concealed weapon or concealed firearms. Yes. That change yes. made, it didn't. It used to be just carrying it and then the affirmative defense of carrying it with a license. Now it says licensure or failure to have licensure is an element of the actual charge. And therefore, it's only a crime if it's unlicensed to carry a firearm. Okay. And this new law is effective immediately, which is different than most laws. Most and laws go into effect uh, January 1st or July 1st. October 1st. October 1st. I mean, there's set days, you know, for, depending right. on the session, uh, you know, right. that, for the, that we're Very in and everything else. Very common for it to happen at the beginning of the fiscal year, October. Uh, and, and all of this pertains to when an acu- evacuation order is given. Well, not, not, not only. the second part. The, the second, the, second part. The, the first part is about evacuations. Okay. The second okay. part is actually fixing... 790 that you don't get arrested for carrying a firearm even though you have a concealed weapons permit because you could have gotten arrested before and then you'd you'd use that as a defense mm-hmm. and the likelihood okay. is that okay. the state attorney's office would probably decide not to pursue that if because they know they're going to lose that if you've got a concealed weapons permit you have an affirmative defense they're probably going to drop the charge you beat the charge, you don't beat the ride. You're still going to get processed. Right. You're still going to have an arrest on your record. Guess what happens when you get arrested for carrying a concealed weapon? The Department of Agriculture suspends your concealed weapons yeah. permit. Yeah. And then you've got to go through the process of doing that that administrative yeah. appeal. Which is uh, more punishment than the criminal oh, yeah, side yeah. you That's, put on that's you. a nightmare. Um, no, nothing this like solves, the administrative this punishment. solves the problem of having, it, just adding the word unlicensed to the statute making the unlicensed carry a crime, that means that carrying licensed isn't a crime. Right. Okay. All right, I'm getting the the thumbs up. It looks like we've got the proper sound effects for 60 seconds in the arms room. 
And okay. now it's time for 60 Seconds in the Arms Room, brought to you by GunTech USA. Thank you, GunTech. Earl, what's the question? This one is uh, sent in on Facebook from Kevin. Not me. No, another no, 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 Kevin. No, you can't win this. No, no. You're, you're ineligible. You're already a winner, Kevin. What does your EDC consist of? And what? EDC is everyday carry. All right, you first. Who? You. Me? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, watch, wallet, keys. <laughs> I believe they're talking phone. more of the firearm uh, self-defense variety. Well, I'm getting there. Yeah, right. I'm getting there. Yeah. Uh, typically, uh, a pocket knife or two. Uh, one firearm with a spare magazine. And let's see, a uh, small med kit, uh, mostly mostly for, uh, you know. Are you wearing a rucksack to no. work? I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> he has lots of pockets. I'm, I wear cargo shorts. Cargo shorts. Yeah, with 17 pockets, evidently. Yeah, typically. All right, uh, Kevin, I know I know the ticking is not there, so. That's okay. Th- I, just to make you feel more comfortable. I, I carry my personal first aid kit. I carry two uh, 380 bodyguards. One in each front pocket. I carry one blade folding, locking, rather high-end. It's a very good knife. Um, I carry a cell phone. I carry a backup battery. I carry spare mags. A backup battery for the cell phone. I carry spare mags. I carry a uh, uh, charger. And all of it can be taken on and put off depending upon what my circumstances are. You know why he carries two guns, right? Because they're three eighties. Because because if somebody comes up to him and says, <laughs> you know, give me your wallet, he goes, yo, a daisy if you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be your huckleberry. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, I'm I'm just gonna be simple with mine. I've got a gun. <laughs> it's a uh, very large caliber firearm. It's an eighty eight. It's 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 an eighty eight <laughs> Magnum. Um, uh, I I carry an, I my my preferred carry is an AMT forty five. Uh, it's an older gun. He goes old. School. It's a it's a stainless steel gun. Not only can I put giant holes in things, I can I can pistol whip the heck out of somebody with yeah, one of that these. That thing's heavy. I've dropped it's, it before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spare mag, and then of course, let me see. And a and a the Hawkeye my, nose. Yeah. My Hawkeye build uh, Spiderco uh, Matriarch wave with the or with the Emerson wave knife on it, yeah. uh, and of course the uh, spare magazine in another pocket. Yeah, you know? I, I carry a sheepdog. And if I wanted a well, evidently, if I need a medical kit, I'm just going to call you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, wait, you liar. I've seen the med kit in your truck. You could you could remove somebody's appendix with well, what I you got in your truck. Well, I do have a med kit in the truck, but that's not on my everyday care, you know. Do you go anywhere without your truck? I have been to places. I'm currently here with you without my truck. The no, truck is downstairs, and I'm right. up here. But you brought your truck. Oh, I did bring my truck. But I do go other places without my truck. Wife has the car. You know, I'll sometimes uh, want her to drive. So I can evaluate whether or not she needs driving lessons, you know, <laughs> or whether I need to update her GPS or increase increase, increase her insurance. How long have we been on the air? My wife doesn't listen. <laughs> increase you know? her insurance. Yeah, but mine does, and she'll tell. Yeah. That's true. She That's will true. tell. It's, they have like a union or something. It's like a club. Some, some sort of some sort of. Uh, Women, women don't well, do that. Well, I'm getting an eye roll from over on the other end of the table. <laughs> women, women don't do that. So. No, they don't talk to each other about anything. She's, she's texting her right now. <laughs> you are listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll be back after the break.
This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. And they always say the best radio happens during the breaks. Yep. Kevin's all butthurt that we uh, <laughs> we, we used the tombstone quote, no, I, and he not, didn't get to use it. Then I, we uh, used it. And he didn't. It's, it's it's fine. I'm just I'm building that kit. I'm gonna yep. have that setup. Oh, the bird I'll, the bird on I one like, side. Yeah, I like yeah. that. And I like the, that uh, there yeah. we go. Yep. I like that setup. I'm gonna go without the 
the vest. lung disabling oh, yeah. the disease, but yep. yeah, but <laughs> no, no, no tuberculosis. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try no, to no avoid that habit. part. Yeah. Well, if my back doesn't get better, I may have to, <laughs> may have to look into the laudanum habit. We want to thank uh, Kevin for sending in that question. Kevin, we'll get you uh, your copy of the uh, American Sniper Blu-ray. We've, uh, and, and we've, we got all Kevin's info. We got all yes, Kevin's we do. We do. Yes, excellent, we do. excellent. We'll send that out to Kevin. And, uh, and y'all send us what your EDCs are. We mm-hmm. want to know what you guys are carrying, or girls. They yeah. probably carry better stuff than we do because they have a purse. They got bling. Mm-hmm. They got, they got uh, bedazzled guns and, and stuff like you, that. You bedazzled your holster. Don't lie. I saw it. <laughs> you told me it was so it wouldn't pull out of your pocket so easy because uh-huh. it would catch, but I know what the real yeah. reason Well, was. listen, rhinestones have got some grabs on them. So. It's your mm-hmm. initials. That was cute. It is. With your it's, last name in the center. They're upside was... down so I can read them, too, because I'm the only one looking at it. The uh, We've got another question, I understand. We'll get that one at the top of the hour Yes. when we, when we come back in. Uh, we're going to finish We're going to give the, away two. We're going to give away five. Wow. Oh, wait, we're all one one, right? Four. We're giving away four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> I, 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 we're going to have to get what, a real the, good question out of Earl. The program director is listening? <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we're giving away five. Okay, we're yeah, giving yeah, away five. Okay. We're giving away five. All right. Uh, it, this this just in. <laughs> uh, this is actually from about a week or two ago. Uh, do you remember we talked a month or so ago about the Navy veteran in Arizona who had the psycho neighbor that uh, they were fighting yeah. over a dump oh, truck yeah. in, he, the, in the he, yard? Oh, yeah. He, he yes, went, and yes, got yes. A, uh, went and got an injunction and... Yeah, and this gentleman, uh, this this retired military man, uh, lost all his firearms because it was a provision in the injunction. So uh, this has this has come back now. This is uh, the, the result of uh, what one of our friends is taking care of. We're going to read this to you. Uh, Arizona Navy vet gets guns back thanks the Second Amendment Foundation. Folks, right here at the top of the uh, top of the story, Second Amendment Foundation. Go to saf.org. If you hit saf.org. These people will help you, but you need to help them first. These are the people that fight the Bloombergs, the the crazy moms against everything. These these are the, these are the folks you need to you need to jump on board with. Make your donation, become a member, uh, and they'll be there for for you, for me, for for all of us when craziness tries to attack our firearms rights. A retired Navy veteran in Arizona whose gun collection had been seized by Glendale police now has his firearms back. The Second Amendment Foundation revealed today. SAF had intervened in the case of Glendale resident Rick Bailey early last month, taking on funding of the case and working with Chandler, Arizona Arizona attorney Mark Victor. Bailey's case had fired up Second Amendment activists across the country after police confiscated 28 firearms valued at more than $25,000, which Bailey had collected over more than a decade. Now, 28,000, or excuse me, 28 firearms, $25,000, Okay, he's got a good collection. Yeah. It's a pretty good collection. I mean, yeah, you figure that's, you know, see what eight, dollars $900 a gun. Um, you know, your typical, you, you go out and you buy yourself a Glock and you, and, you, and, you, and you bobo it up a little bit. You know, you maybe it's $600, $700 with holsters and everything like that. Um, they would have taken his firearms and his ammunition. I doubt that they would have actually seized his accessories. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know, with the, so maybe this guy's got five, 600 bucks into a couple of standard firearms. Well, I mean, you, Clearly you look, this, Earl's Glock's worth, like, Grand. Yeah, well, you know, he's got the... Uh, laser-guided bullets. He's got yeah. one of the ceramic barrels from the original Glock 7. Exactly. You know, so exactly. that's, collectors that's stuff's collector's item. He doesn't collectors shoot that very often. No, no, he does not. No, he does not. Um, so this guy had some... In addition, the point I'm trying to make is in addition to just your everyday kind of, you know, go to the range firearms, this guy had some 
some, nice, some nice collectibles. Yes. Yeah, this guy had some nice guns. Uh, Bailey was generous in his praise of Second Amendment Foundation's intervention, noting, I want to thank Alan Gottlieb and the Second Amendment Foundation for all the help in getting my firearms returned. Second Amendment founder and executive vice president Alan Gottlieb said he was honored to have been able to step in with support for what he called a worthy effort on behalf of a deserving veteran. Bailey had complained to the city of Glendale about a neighbor's habit of parking dump trucks used in his landscaping company. The dispute unfolded over several months until Bailey called police over concerns of toxic chemical odors apparently coming from the neighbor's property. Neighbor apparently alleged that Bailey had threatened him, and the following day, he obtained a harassment order against Bailey. Mr. Bailey had been devastated by the incident, Gottlieb explained. This all started because of a dispute with a neighbor that got way out of hand. Nobody should have their life turned upside down and their property seized because of an allegation that should have been thoroughly investigated. I want to credit attorney Mark Victor for his work on this legal action. He was on top of this case, and the Second Amendment Foundation was delighted to help out with funding. Now that Rick Bailey has his firearms back, Gottlieb observed, perhaps his dignity can also be restored. This kind of silly season story should never happen in real life. Now, Kevin, there are good times, good reasons for a judge to issue an injunction or a restraining order and say seize firearms. Yes. Some of them that that, that you know. I do. As a matter of fact, examples would be I, I, the I, names of. I, I, I wouldn't want to use no, any. Not the names of person. A domestic violence injunction. Right, right. A domestic uh, violence. A legitimate domestic violence right, injunction. Right. Uh, people who are cohabitants. Correct. Who, who have a familiar relationship, and one of them has threatened or actually caused injury. And the, the standard in Florida, I don't think any judge in Florida doesn't use this particular evaluation criteria, is an act or threat of violence twice. Within the preceding right. six months, a repeat of a repeat violence injunction, uh, and and if if that is alleged in the injunction, then what's going to happen is they're going to err on the side of conservancy. Uh, they want to save you know people from injury or death, and so they're going to they're going to serve that person with the injunction. They're going to seize those firearms almost simultaneously, and then they're going to within ten days have everybody come in and explain themselves, and if it appears that based on the testimony of the petitioner who says, I need an injunction because I'm afraid, and the respondent who says, I didn't do anything, um, the judge will make the decision of what is more prudent, the keeping of those firearms and the granting of the injunction or not. Now, yeah, a lot a lot of times these injunctions will take place without any charges coming about whatsoever. This no, is just somebody it's, it's, that went and just got an injunction. There wasn't now, a domestic charge and then somebody, that, that, then somebody came... And, and, and got the injunction. The injunctions are put in place so that you can come in, petition the judge, the judge to give it an initial read over. You're there more when I am when they when they read these things, but he's giving it a base credibility. Okay. Right. Sounds like it could be credible. Right. It, it, and it, to err it, on the side of caution, right. he issues it. Right. But how long is it how long is the initial good for? Ten days. Ten days or until they set up the the, uh, hearing. the hearing. It could be right. it could now, be less than that. But but the statutory it is you have to be in I think it I I occasionally you'll see them in 15s, but most of the ones that I've gone to, they have them set within 10 days. They have them set within 10 days. Okay. Uh, now, this is when you get to come in, and you get to say at that at that when the hearing comes at, in within at that 10, 15 hearing. days, right. and you get to say, Your Honor, this guy's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. You know, he parks dump trucks on his uh, on his yard, and I complained, and this is how he retaliated. And that's when the judge gets to say, 
Well, how did he threaten you, sir? Well, he, he said he was gonna, you know, he said he was gonna he call the police. And he was gonna he was gonna report me to zoning. Okay, that's yeah. really not a threat yeah, to, really, to your life. Really not a threat. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, but you know, it might be a threat to your livelihood. Right. But it's not a threat to your life. Now, if he came in, and he said, "Well, he pointed a gun at me." Well, what? When did he do this? Well, you know, he did this, you know, Thursday a week ago. And what time was it? It was daytime. You know, I mean, it, yeah. th- what the right. court's looking for is specificity, witnesses, sure. videotape. Yeah, why didn't you call the police? Right. You know, that, I mean, that is that is a huge yeah. question that the courts ask: is why didn't you call the police? Yeah. Now, in a familiar relationship, calling the police often doesn't happen. May not happen. All but in a neighbor to neighbor, neighbor to neighbor yeah. thing. Uh, you are going to have to prove your credibility. You're going to have to show some objective findings. You're going to have to be able to, you know, provide a witness, you know, provide some documentation, give the court something that they can rely on to believe that that threat's credible and that it's capable of being carried out. Now, here's the big question. The, you get this injunction or you get this restraining order in place, uh, the temporary, the, the 10 to 15 days goes by, you get your court date, the judge comes in, you've had your firearm seized, and the judge hears both sides of the story and says, you know what, I find that the threat is credible, I'm going to grant this injunction or restraining order for a year. What, what happens to your firearms? They stay with the sheriff's department, which is... Uh, a, he's just going to manage them for free for me for a year. He's going to, well, <laughs> what's going to happen is he's going to keep them, and unless you ask the court specifically to order the sheriff to abate any disposal there's a real good chance that you're not going to see them again because once the case is closed, under the statute, you have 30 days to request your property back, and if you don't request your property back within 30 days, it's forfeited to the sheriff. So if you're 30 days, even though it's a year injunction. It, it, you, now, could, let, you could lose your firearms. Let me ask you this now, question. And now. you're going to have to petition the court for the return, and the county sheriff's lawyer is going to come in and argue why they shouldn't be returned. Let me ask you this question. What's the phone number for the attorney in town that can get these firearms back for you or petition to help you get your firearms back? 407-480-2179. I do it all the time. As a matter of fact, in a recent injunction, I told the court he shouldn't have a gun, and the judge stopped the hearing and went, you guys need to go outside and talk, because when Kevin Maxwell says you shouldn't have a gun, that's really loud to me. (laughs) (laughs) So you heard it, folks. Gun questions, gun issues, the place in Florida to call is uh, maxlaworlando.com, so give them a call. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you at the top of the hour. From the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. From the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. You know, we're going to have to keep the crowd under control. They're just they're too excited. You have once again you've gone above and beyond and uh, filling those filling those seats. Thank you everybody for being here. I I'm going to believe that you're here because you want to, not because it's 120 degrees on the asphalt outside and it's air conditioned in here. Same thing. Same thing. The uh, you know we have to take the fruit away from them when you start talking about 
laser disc they um, want to throw stuff at you. <laughs> we, it's a good thing there's glass we, right We here. got the turkey wire up. <laughs> yeah, the, the, glass the, right the chicken here. wire up, you know. Only only fragments of it get through. Yeah, they, they so, would just hose off afterwards. That's it. Hose it off. Uh, been, we've, been, we've been getting hosed off for years, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, Earl, tell me, how can everybody get a hold of us here at the old Arms Room Radio? We have a variety of different ways. Oh, but by the way, everybody, this is this is Earl, the great, 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 <laughs> great, great, great grandson of Daniel Boone. Talk to corporate approved memo. How can they get a hold of us? Start off with your favorite. They can send us a tweet on Twitter at Arms Room Radio. They can give us a call directly here into the Keltec Studios, 407-774-8255. They can send us a message on Facebook. Facebook.com, yeah, Facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. If you've made the jump with us over to 1520 WBZW in Orlando, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us everywhere else. We appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being here with us. Also joining me back today is Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Howdy ho, neighbor. We're just going to go through all of them, and we'll give you <laughs> Alex also. There we go. We'll, we'll, we'll copy it all. Yeah. Uh, good break. Did you have a nice break, sir? I did. I didn't move. It was. Uh, well, I saw you stretching in place there. Yeah, but I didn't actually go anywhere. I just stayed here in the studio. Hey, I want to talk to you about how to get a concealed weapon license in Florida. There's a, there's actually been some uh, some changes and some things that have gone on in Florida, and they've kept it kind of low key. Kevin, you'll like some of this. This is pretty um, uh, pretty governmenty. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Oh, uh, listen, is that I got, a government. I've got, governmenty. I've got. I've got. Is that like? It's a new lifesaver flavor. Governmenty. It, um, it, it it stings and it's bitter. Yes. <laughs> but it freshens your breath. Yeah. Yeah. The the I worked for the government for many years, so I, I, when I when I say governmenty, I mean it. The to get a Florida license. Earl, you can help me through this process. You're there with the class all the time. I'm not paying attention. Well, I know, but you're you're teaching it, so you should, though. I mean, <laughs> I'm still not paying attention. <laughs> the if you want to get a firearms permit in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. you uh, there's a couple of different exemptions. Or you know, um, you you to go through the training. You've been to a hunter's education course. Mm-hmm. Your prior military. Your prior mm-hmm. law enforcement. Uh, You've had a license in another state. Mm-hmm. There's a couple different ways, but if you if you don't have one, in in if you've never had that training in Florida, you have to sit down and take Florida's block of instruction on uh, firearms, uh, firearm safety. And, and and now for the concealed weapons course, the base levels like the ones you'll see at gun gun shows are, you know, the hour hour and a half. You know, the express courses two hours. Mm-hmm. They these are the ones that give you 90% of the law, uh, 10%. Excuse me. Nine percent firearms familiarization and one percent pull the trigger on this gun, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to even be. Uh, it's not. It's not a qualification test. Right. It's the, let's see if you can physically hold this firearm. Correct. Well, uh, that's a good test though because I remember at least one example where. Oh yeah. He, that person couldn't. Yeah. Right, yeah. Absolutely right. right. No, it has to be done. But again, if you get your concealed weapons license, go get more training. Oh yes. Go get that, more training. That is just just the beginning. And then when you get training, go get more training. I've been pulling triggers for a long time and I still go take classes. Yes. Get more training. So in Florida you apply, then you know what well, let's say you've gotten your training course. You apply for the license and you have something in your background that says 
Hmm. We're not sure. We're not sure. Well, there's, there's for example, there's there's a bunch of procedures. Now, the state gets your license, and let's say in 1982 you were charged with DUI. Must be talking about you, Kevin. No, no, no. I, was, no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't driving yet then. Eighty-two. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to give you know years ago. 82. I know. I know. Eighty-two. Uh, you I were charged with DUI. I got a. I got licensed. So. I, I, well, correct, correct. Now, now I'm from the bar. Point, point. Well, yeah. Jeez, you know it's DUI. Come on. Um, there's no restriction against DUI for attorneys, I believe. Although that would be a way to thin the herd, if, you know. Well, they'd have to go work in the legislature. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the, uh, uh, and I've seen this a lot. I've I've looked at thousands and thousands of criminal histories. It was something I I, I it was a hobby. It was I a hobby. instructed and, and and taught on, created some courses on it. Um, they, the burden of proof, has always been that the state, at least in Florida, because it's a shall issue state, if you applied for your license, and there was something in your background that said, maybe no, maybe no, and and, and it's not no, just maybe no. Yeah. Let's say there was a DUI, and but there was no disposition listed after it, which happens very common. In, in it's ca- just a it's in, a paperwork, yeah, data entry faux pas. The older the case is, the more common it is for the disposition to be lacking information or be completely absent. So that's why I give the example of a DUI from 1982. It would show the arrest because they were very good about arrest entering the arrest records. Mm-hmm. However, the state attorney's offices would uh, not enter this information for, in some cases, many, many years later. Right. Uh, larger agencies that had uh, capabilities and computer prowess would be able to enter this and, and update the, the the criminal justice information system. But the older, you know, uh, the from, you know, Podunk, uh, you know, state attorney's office would not. So, if if you had, under a shall-issue state, if you had applied for a firearm and it had come back and as a no disposition found, they would, they being the State Department of Agriculture, would contact that agency and say, what's the deal? Tell us what the deal is. Why is the, what's the disposition here? And it's the state contacting you. So, when the state contacts you and says, what's the deal here, guess what? You answer. Somebody mm-hmm. gets on a, you know, they they, yep. they stroll down and they go to the card file or the microfiche and they pull the record and they find out what it is. And then they would contact the state back and say, um, one year probation, time served, uh, you know, released, you know, released, uh, you know, from, from uh, supervision in 1983. Not, not a felony charge. Not a felony charge. Withhold of adjudication. Good, good, good to go. So let's then they contact the state. The state gets that information back. That was the only thing on there. They give him his concealed weapons license. Well, evidently something else has been going on up at the state. Yes, it has. I've just mm. happened, had to help somebody get theirs reinstated. And we're going to talk about what's been going on up at the state when we get back from the break. I believe we also have. We've got a couple more copies of American Sniper. Yes, we do. We're gonna, we've got one to give away. I believe his name is, uh, what's his first name? What's his first name? On the second one? On the second one? Andrew. 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 Make sure you're listening. We got your question. When we come back, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you on the other side of the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. 
Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back, to Arms Room Radio. Before we get back into our topic, we were discussing uh, some some some. Some governmenty nonsense that has gone on <laughs> with the issuing of concealed weapons permits in Florida. But before we get back into that, we've got another winner. Yes, we do. We have another winner. Another winner of the American Sniper DVD HD L- Blu-ray disc. Twitter combo pack. Twitter. Combo Twitter. Pack. What? What? No. There's no Twitter in it. No Twitter in there. Okay. Oh, my 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just he he got on a roll. He's kind of screwed and he up. He just somehow. didn't know how to stop. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Technology's foreign to him. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's what is the question we have? This one is multi-part. Multi-part. This one. Give comes, us the first part. This one Make comes it a in question. from from Andrew. Okay. Carrying at a post office and post office property. No. Okay. Okay. That's it's more of a statement. Yeah, there we go. Says no firearms allowed unless on official duty. What constitutes official as they don't define it? If your job job Uh includes you carrying a firearm Uh and going to the post office, Uh then you could carry a firearm and go to the post office if that's part of your job. Now, would that be a government job or a civilian job? I would say it was a government job because you it's don't have facility. official duties right. yeah. as a non-governmental employee. Right. So a security officer or a private investigator nah. to and from work could not unless they were employed by the government. Right. If you have a contract that says, I'm a constellar security officer under contract to guard this post office, yes. then yes. Right. If, you're, if that's not, you don't have a contract, then you have to be... I I won't I might go as far as to say badged law enforcement right but um, you know duly sworn arrest powers that all all right. that stuff you guys do but 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 Jim Rockford coming home picking up the mail on no. a case is not negative no, no. okay negative negative I, I would you know what you, you know what you can do what you're legally allowed to do and what you should do aren't always the same thing right if you're really concerned that from the car to the post office and from the post office back to the car that you are at risk. Yeah, find the new post pick office. Pick a different place to go <laughs> yeah. at a different time to go there or yeah. go with coverage. Yeah. You know? Yeah, get, I was going to say bring friends. Yes, bring, bring, you know, you need Overwatch. Right. Uh, but, but again, if you are doing those kind of transactions at a post office, you might want to look at getting the mailboxes or us, you know, place, <laughs> you know somewhere, somewhere else, you know, get a, get a, you know, a, a UPS. Yeah, listen, seriously. I mean, even, even if you're just you're an everyday carry guy and your job, uh, you you got to you got to drop packages off or mail off every mm-hmm. day, uh, and you don't want to be, uh, you know, stripping down your firearm out in the parking lot and putting it in your vehicle because you shouldn't put a loaded firearm into your car. You want to make sure the firearm it's on is, your person. Correct. You want to make sure the firearms. <laughs> Secure and it's not loaded. Nobody can nobody can get to it. So you don't want to be in the parking lot pulling the gun out, stripping it down, pulling the mags, taking the ammo out, mm-hmm. securing it all separately. Unless you want to do that every day, perhaps you know the Brown store is good for you, or the whatever yeah, it is those yeah. UPS stores or something. And uh, they're they're not paying for the plug uh, or anything. But it, right? it's it's not. But unless they if they want to, feel free to give us a call though at four zero seven seven two four. Eight two five five. Give us a call. I was gonna let him stumble he, a little bit. He, he was hurting. He yeah, was, yeah. I was, you know, I was just enjoying. He fired him. all the synapses <laughs> to get yeah, that yeah. one to come up. So, don't take it into the post office. Negative. Don't, don't take the firearm to the post office. Now, now, official duty is it's your job to carry a firearm because a government agency has told you that's your job. Like. Yeah, listen, I'll give you I'm, a perfect I'm, example of a guy carrying a firearm into a post office as a postal inspector, because they can come to your house and search oh, it and arrest job. you. Yeah. I mean, that's they can they have arrest that's authority. I would even say that uh, you know the Altamont Springs police officer to and from work, if he wants to stop at the post office in you know Longwood, he's authorized to carry it in there. And I don't yeah. think he's going to get a lot of grief about that. No. Now, if a postal inspector's there and decides they want to bust his chops about it. 
they might be able to because he's not on duty. Right? That that's a possibility that they're going to get. Right? It's a beat the charge, not beat the ride right, kind right, of thing. Right. But how do you know? <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you how do you know? <laughs> he walks up to you and go, "Are you on duty?" And he goes, "No." Please turn around, you put your hands behind you know, your back. Mau Mau in the dog patch. That's know? right. And, and so here's a great philosophy for regular human beings. Don't carry a firearm into a federal building. Yeah. Just don't, don't do that. Don't do there, that. there are people there with firearms that are supposed to be doing the job Wouldn't to protect prudent. you. Yep. You know, it's, it's not a good idea. It's just not a good idea. What's because it? do it. Go ahead. Go ahead because I need to get paid. So go ahead, you know, just if you want to spend money on me and try to get you out of this mess, go right ahead. But otherwise, if if that's the decision tree that you have to make every day as to whether you should or shouldn't carry your gun to the post office, I would look for a different place to do my business with the post office. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, was there was there more to this to this? Um. We've already covered the rest. Covered of it? it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe the, it I was read something the question. about, yeah, no, was, is the cheated. postal inspector a sworn position? Uh, I, I believe it is. It is, it is a sworn know, position. Yeah. Did people know the postal inspectors can carry firearms in the line? <laughs> <of duty? laughs> Listen, one time I met, they have their own SWAT team. Yeah. I, <laughs> I met the Division of Forestry Investigators, and that was a sworn position. It's a, I bet the Nuclear and Regulatory Commission sworn investigators. Yeah, they, uh, they don't mess around either. No, these are all guys that go to the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center and get uh, certification just like ATF, Marshals, DEA, everybody else. Now, they all have their own little specialty tracks. Obviously, here's the basic law enforcement portion, and you go on to learn your, your, your area of specialty law uh, that you're, you'll be enforcing, but that's it. Um, yeah. I'll give you a little postal, advice, uh, postal inspector advice, maybe save you some heartache one day. If you, pie, if you have a house and you put a mailbox in front, in front of your house, and you come home one day, and the kids have played frog baseball with your mailbox, and there's damage to it, mm-hmm. or somebody has run it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there was mail in your personally owned mailbox, the jurisdiction that will investigate that will be the postal inspector. If your mailbox is empty, and there's only, by empty I mean there's no incoming mail. If there's no incoming mail in your mailbox, that's your local sheriff or police department. That's private property. Until the postmaster takes possession of the, or excuse me, until the postmaster puts mail in the mailbox, it's private property. When he puts mail in it, it's now federal jurisdiction. Let's say you put mail in the mailbox to mail, and the same incident occurs. It's private property. They, the postal inspector is yet to take possession of the mail inside the mailbox. Now... Let's say you've got one of those mailboxes that the post office puts in the neighborhood. You know, the, a you cluster. Know, yeah, they put the cluster in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. At any time, that's going to be postal inspector property, whether there is mail in it or not. Let's say you live in an apartment complex, and the apartment complex puts in the cluster. Then we're back to just like private property. It's private property. The apartment complex owns that. And it's not until you have one where the mail, the post office, owns it. They, I mean, actually says this mailbox is U.S. postal property, then they would be doing the police report for any crimes involved, unless if it was private property and there was U.S. mail placed into it by a mailman, then it's then it's a federal crime. I'll give you another example. If you take money and you put it inside magazines and you mail it to someone in another state and they mail back to you cannabis 
it very well may be a postal inspector who comes to your house to arrest you. Okay? Don't do that. Don't 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 send large sums of cash and expect in exchange illicit narcotics through the postal service. They will catch you, they will arrest you, and then you will have to hire me. <laughs> now, did you say put mail or money in a magazine? Yes. Like a periodical, not like a Glocks. Oh, so just like, you know, tuck a hundred into a people and uh right. mail the people magazine. That's apparently a very common technique to right. keep it from being noticed by the inspectors. It doesn't work as well as you might think, but it is a technique. They've got uh, uh, the uh, they've got they've got a really good uh, way of detecting drugs or contraband coming through the facility. Uh, I, I mean, it all comes through one giant processing center. It all has to imagine it all coming down to one chute, and there's a sniffer right there. There's a there's a dog right there. There's an electronic sniffer right there, and as it comes through, it's that the alarms are going off. You're if you're gonna play stupid games, you're gonna win stupid prizes. Right. Especially when it comes to playing with the post office. Uh, Kevin, we had someone send something in on Twitter uh, regarding one of your statements earlier. Aren't police officers always on duty if they're in uniform? You know, they're supposed to be, but you could be at the end of your shift and on the way home. So you haven't changed clothes. You're going to change clothes at home. You're going to park your car at some other location and get into your personal vehicle because you don't take your patrol car home. So there's a central location where they keep cars that are not going back to a, a precinct or a headquarters they, you know, they've got an off-site storage location that they're parking. Some car lots will let you let the officers park the cars there. Um, that means that they're probably no longer on shift on duty, but they're still in uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it gets into a lot of the insurance coverage also. Right. The insurance will still cover them home to home unless you stop to break the law. You stop yeah. to break the law. Or, then or you, you went on a, and they, they, they call it a, a side trip, if you will. If, if you're on the way home, but you go on your own personal errand, then you're not covered for the period of that personal errand. When you go back on track to return to your home from where you were working, you're back under coverage. Um, those side trips, they, they, it yeah. goes into 440 of the of four statutes for workers' compensation. There, there's a line there. It's a little gray. Just, okay. just okay. Don't, don't get in an argument with a postal inspector about whether you should or shouldn't be carrying a firearm in the post office. That's the best way not to have to deal with that problem. Listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. SRN News. I'm Ron DeRockstra. Missouri authorities say a man suspected in the fatal shooting, his ex-girlfriend and her teenage son, has been shot and killed. James Horn Jr. had been missing since late April when Sandra Sutton escaped their home and told police that Horn had been keeping her in a wooden crate. Sutton and her 17-year-old son were found dead this week. Protests have remained peaceful throughout the Cleveland area today after a white patrolman was acquitted of killing two unarmed black motorists in 2012 after a long police chase. Officer Michael Brelo was found not guilty by a judge who said he couldn't determine whether the officer was the only one who fired the fatal shots. Irish Prime Minister Enda Kenny says the outcome of yesterday's referendum on so-called same-sex marriage shows that the Irish are a generous, compassionate, bold, and joyful people. Electoral figures announced today show 62% of voters approved legalizing same-sex unions. This is SRN News. 
This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off off. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR Rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Second Amendment. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant Larry R. Arnold Sr. died June 11, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. 
Arnold, 46, of Carrier, Mississippi, was assigned to the 150th Combat Engineer Battalion, 155th Brigade Combat Team, Mississippi Army National Guard. He was killed in action when his armored personnel carrier was hit by an improvised explosive device in Asawat Village, Iraq. Arnold, 46, served in Iraq in 2003 with the 890th Engineer Battalion. He returned in Iraq in early 2005 with Bravo Company 150th Engineer Battalion of the Mississippi National Guard. He could have easily walked away and said, I've done that, I've done my time, said Brigadier General Ben Gaston of the National Guard. Larry didn't do that. He was a mature NCO the younger soldiers look up to. One of those young soldiers is his son, Specialist Bobby Arnold, 21, who arrived home on leave the day before his father was killed. Arnold was posthumously promoted to Staff Sergeant. Gaston presented Arnold's family with the Bronze Star, Purple Heart, and the Mississippi Medal of Valor. If you'd like to reach the law offices of Kevin C. Maxwell, you can email us at kevincmaxwell at gmail.com. You can call us at the office at 407-480-2179. You can call me on my cell phone at 407-467-4960. Or you can reach us on our website at maxlaworlando.com. Before we get too much back on track, I know we've got to get back into uh, the Florida Concealed Weapons Licenses. Uh Um, Earl, what's Memorial Day mean to you? Memorial Day to me is a day to remember... All of our service members who are no, who are no longer with us, that they paid the ultimate sacrifice. Kevin, pretty much the same thing as those people who gave up their lives so that I can enjoy the freedoms that this country provides to me. Yeah, same same thing. It doesn't matter if it's the first soldier, April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five, that died for this country, or if it's Sergeant First Class Daniel Supley. If it's Sergeant Theron Nelson, Sergeant Joseph First, Corporal Patrick Deans. It doesn't matter if it's from the first to the to the most recent to the ones in between that we've 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 known or not known, but but it's remembering those that have that have given all. Mm-hmm. Um, so remember that. Listen, not not saying don't have a good time and have a great weekend. It's a great three day weekend. Have a good barbecue. Enjoy your day. But think about them when you're doing it and think about the sacrifice. They're not having the kind of fun you're having right now because of what they gave up. You're, you're having the fun because of what they gave up. Exactly. Uh, all right. Uh, Florida concealed licenses. What we talked about was if you wanted to get a concealed weapons license in Florida mm-hmm. and there was something in your background that was just incomplete. It's an older, I think the example we used was, was 1982, a DUI. Right. It was used to be the state's responsibility to contact that criminal justice agency uh, or, or that state attorney's office and say, what's the disposition here? Because Florida is a shall-issue state, which means when I apply... They should issue. They, they should. There has to be compelling reason for them not. There's no decision-making process that says, mm, maybe. Or, does, does he have a just cause for wanting it? Yeah, yeah, nothing. You don't have to prove your need. Right, right. Right. It's a shall. As long as I'm qualified, I shall be issued. Right. Well, what had been happening in in Florida was that the people at the Department of Agricultural and Consumer Services Licensing Division, the DOACS, uh, Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, that is where uh, that that is where you 
your 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 concealed weapons licenses are processed. Mm-hmm. And that was up until uh, was it January of this year? Now the the local your local uh, county offices can can do that. Okay. Um, at, at the tag agencies, the tag agency, your your local tax appraiser can do, or excuse me, tax collector can do it. I don't believe any of them are set up yet. Of the sixty six counties in Florida, sixty six, sixty seven, sixty six, sixty seven counties in Florida, that you can. I don't believe any of them are set up to do it yet. That I know of, at least around where we live and where we broadcast. So you still have to go through the state, and the quickest way is still through the state. What had been happening though is the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services said, "Wow, we're kind of shorthanded here." This is really taking a lot of our time. So what we're going to do is rather than send a letter or make an inquiry to the agency, we're going to lay this burden upon the applicant. We're going to say, applicant, you contact that agency or you contact that uh, state attorney's office and you get them to give you a disposition and then forward it to us. Well, the way way they do that actually is a bit more insidious. Uh, They'll reject your application. And then you have to file an appeal. And then they'll tell you why they rejected your application is because they don't have a disposition of those events. And then that's how they shift the burden to you to go get the data. Okay. All right. So that's how it had been happening. And uh, let me go into the story here with you. Uh, In recent months, received an increasing number of complaints from members who had been notified by DOACs uh, and by, by we, this is Florida Carry. FloridaCarry.org, our friends, uh, uh, Sean Carana, Eric Friday, uh, mm-hmm. FloridaCarry.org. Uh, also closely associated with SecondAmendmentFoundation.org, so support them both, folks. Uh, in recent months, we've received an increasing number of complaints from members who had been notified by, by DOAX that processing on their concealed carry license applications had been suspended pending receipt of documents showing closure of, in some cases, decades-old arrests. Many of these records were no longer in existence as a result of normal procedure for the purging of inactive official records, which is which is crap. Let me say that because official records, law enforcement records, and and court records are required to be kept for 50 years in Florida. Anyway, I don't know what the other states are. Uh, they had occurred in other states and or were offenses committed as a juvenile. For those applicants, this essentially barred them from ever getting a license in Florida. Obviously, this was untenable. A uh, meeting was arranged with DOAX in which Florida Carry presented their concerns to the, on the procedure. As it turns out, here's the, here's the governmenty part that happened. DOAX originally sent letters to the jurisdictions involved, and in the absence of any response of the receipt of proper case disclosure, would issue the license in accordance with the statute. Okay. They would say, look, you got a DUI in uh, Columbia County in 1982. They'd send them a letter. They'd give them... 30 days to respond. Mm -hmm. If they had not received any notification in 30 days, they would issue the license. They were laying it on Columbia County. Please provide this document, otherwise we're going to give him a concealed weapons permit. If they responded saying, he's clear, he had the, you know, uh, adjudication withheld, his time served, supervision's over, or they just didn't respond, he got his license. Uh, But there was, there was problems because they were faced with budget issues. This is DOACs. Department changed their procedure and placed a burden on gathering the documents on the applicant. Kevin, this is what happened to your client. Right. Uh, unchallenged, this went to the this went on until it was pointed out at this meeting with Florida Carry recently that the statute did not authorize them to delegate that responsibility. As a result, DOACs has agreed to reassume 
the task of requesting those documents necessary to ensure a license will either be issued or denied and no more applications will indefinitely be held in abeyance. So this should clear up any more people that were in your client's situation having to come forward, hopefully. But this is one rule that was out of whack. Who knows how many other rules were out of whack, so they may still be stopping by your office to to help them get that. Yeah, it's going to cut into my income, but that's okay. (laughs) Well, you know, you got to draw that line between income and uh, helping people get their rights. And I know you and I have had this talk. Uh, Every time you get on the radio, you risk giving out such good advice that it takes money out of your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) That that happens all the time. (laughs) If you'll just do what I say, your life will be perfect. Yes. But... The reason I can make a living is because people don't listen. That's right. Or, or they listen, but they don't hear. I have a child like that. <laughs> and a wife. It's all right. She's not listening. But she hears. She hears. Because Mrs. Earl is texting her. Um, <laughs> yes. People make mistakes in their decision tree. And as a result, they end up in legal problems. That's going to happen to people. It, it happens to the best of people. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. I've, I've got clients that are quite lovely human beings that didn't mean to do what they did, but got themselves in a mess. It happens. Don't, but don't hide from it. Don't. Okay. Well, I'm not going to worry about it. I just won't go to court. It'll just maybe they'll forget. And <laughs> they don't forget. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's a good way to really get arrested again and really be in the trouble. Don't don't ignore legal issues. Deal with them aggressively and you'll be surprised how quickly they can be resolved you are listening to arms room radio coming to you live from Caltech studios and if your name is Callista, you may want to be listening to the next segment because i believe you just won an american sniper dvd we'll talk to you after the break this is no ordinary shotgun Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% set off. Have you been thinking about buying an AR rifle, maybe for hunting, sport, or even home protection? There are a lot of them out there on the market. It seems like everybody and their brother has an AR out these days. So why should you choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, there are at least two major reasons. One, the arms room AR rifles are made by veterans and first responders, men and women who know what it's like to depend on a rifle when protecting life and liberty, and the AR rifle in their hands has to function right the first time every time. Two, the Arms Room AR Rifle is made right here in Central Florida with the highest quality materials and standards. Chances are your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property. But if it comes to that, wouldn't it be comforting to know that it can? 
Shop the Arms Room today and check out their vast selection of handguns, shotguns, hunting rifles, Liberty gun safes, and the Arms Room AR rifle. The Arms Room, East Colonial Drive, a quarter mile west of the Bithlow Raceway. Online at armsroom.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Kicking off the Memorial Day weekend here with us. Thank you for joining us. That uh, was yesterday. What? They kicked off the yesterday was Memorial well, Day. Started. We were, I worked yesterday. So did I. Well, Me then too. We kicked it off today. I kicked it off yesterday evening when the weekend started at 5. Must be nice. He gets off at 5. Yeah, I know. Listen to this guy, Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing the same kind of pants you are. <laughs> I don't wear pants, sir. 1984 Ooh. SEAL Team shorts. <laughs> wearing the same pants now I wore in high school. Six inches lower, but I'm wearing the damn things. All right, As a see. hand puppet. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. The question is from Callista. I don't know a lot of Callistas. You know a lot of Callistas? Nope. You got the uh, the famous one. The the From, what was the show? What was the TV show? The trivia question right here. Calista Flockhart. Allie McBeal. Allie McBeal. Thank you. There we go. There we go. Could be her. Lovely. Could be. Could be. She's mm. married to uh, Han Solo. Still? What? Is it? I think so. I don't know. Hopefully. Could find out. I could call Han's buddy. Well, that's a perfect example of one of the questions. Yeah, they're still married. <laughs> she said they're still married. That's why she's <laughs> asking this question. Yeah, she knows Han shot first. Han That's right. First. Well, how? And how? Because he has a hole in the bottom uh, of his holster. <laughs> reach over your head, look at the ceiling, unsnap your holster, and <laughs> drill him in the chest. That's right. You know what? That's actually kind of on point with Callista's question. It is. That's when, that was why I brought it up. Callista asks, is it just as important to practice how to draw your gun as it is how to shoot it? I'm uh, going gonna, gonna to defer to the training uh, guru sitting in the room. You, you know, you know what not you have to do. He's a guru. I'm a swabby. Um, <laughs> you, you can't shoot it until you draw it. Exactly. 
that's probably why it's pretty important to know how to draw it. And my presumption, Earl, tell me if you agree with this. If you're drawing your firearm to shoot it, it's probably an emergency. Yes. Well, unless you're, you know, in, in, in not in a training situation, yes. But you're training for an emergency. Correct. Okay. Just making sure I clarified that. Now, there may be, there may be an opportunity to discreetly draw your firearm from its secured location mm-hmm. and have it in your hand. Mm-hmm. Get steel concealed. Yes. Because you anticipate circumstances. Yes. That might warrant the engagement of your firearm mm-hmm. with an assailant. As Mr. Bain says, beat them to the draw. Exactly. Um, how would you explain to someone when you should draw your firearm? Swabby. <laughs> well, before we get to the how would you explain, mm-hmm. let's go back to Callista's question. Yes. Why? The, Why is it important to practice drawing from your holst, from your concealment holster? As it, much as shooting it. As much as shooting it. Because that's, you're going to have to do well, that. Every, every proper engagement starts with the draw stroke. You've got to get a good good firing grip on the pistol, uh, remove the pistol from the holster, making sure nothing is fouling the pistol, whether it be a revolver or a semi-auto, uh, whether that be clothing, uh, equipment, gear. I mean, if you're in a car, you've got to make sure you can, you can draw and manipulate or maneuver the firearm into the desired direction. If in Callista's case, she may be having an off-body carry. She may not be carrying mm-hmm. it on her hip. She may be carrying Correct. it in a bag. In a purse or something, yes. Every every, every time uh, we've, been, we've been in the range together, mm-hmm. where, where have we shot from? We've all had guns in holsters on the side of our hips. Yep. Is that where you carry from every day? I do, yes. Is that where you carry from every day? No. No. Is that where I carry from every day? No. Mm-hmm. So Earl's good. Although what Earl did differently, uh, although the holster may be in the same position, when Earl carries at the range, it's not covered. Right. That was something that I I, I knew that, mm-hmm. and I wanted to have it covered right. and practice yes. moving cover and everything, but the instructor wanted everyone. Right. To, this which, is, okay, this is you know, that's, yeah, that's we, we, you know, his range, his rules. Right. We were at um, uh, Rob Pincus's ICE training, yes. icetraining.us. Mm-hmm. We were there for a different purpose. We were there for firearm proficiency, not for a concealment course or a concealment Correct. proficiency. Correct. But it's absolutely 100% important that if you go to the range and you draw your gun 50 times to shoot, that when you go home, you'd better practice drawing 50 times mm-hmm. from wherever you keep your gun. Mm-hmm. Now, we, uh, you keep your gun with with the shirt over it. Kevin and I, you, depending on what you're wearing to, to work that day, depending on what I'm wearing, there's different guns that, there are different holsters that are set and worn. I cannot tell you the number of times as a law enforcement firearms instructor, I've been out at the range uh, with a detective squad or a, a, plain, a plain clothes unit and stood behind the line, blew the whistle, or yelled gun for them to start, mm-hmm. and you watch half of them grab where the holster used to be on their hip when they were in patrol. <laughs> I believe it. Because oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the muscle it. memory, and that's where they go to. It's I'll almost say, like a double tap. They go, yeah. it, it was, you know, it's like somebody gave them the command, before you go to your pocket holster, touch slap yourself. your hip. Yeah. Touch yourself <laughs> on the hip. Slap, because they would go, slap your hip, not there, go to the next gun. And you do, wow, that guy's new to playing clothes work. Mm-hmm. Because he has not practiced 
the proficiency needed or gotten the proficiency needed for 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 coming out of that concealed carry holster. Let me tell you something else about carrying on your hip, uh, either with a shirt over it or with a shirt out, and then carrying pocket holster, shoulder holster, ankle holster. They're slower. If you put your gun on your ankle, guess what? It's slower. Mm-hmm. If you put your gun in a pocket, it's slower. It's a lot slower than slapping a holster on your hip and pulling it out. Uh, Earl's it, it, the the thing about yours is you have a, you have a holster on your hip and that's a quick draw, but you're in a two-handed draw situation now. Mm-hmm. I'm a one-handed draw. Mm-hmm. All right, you've got to you've got to slap the clothing away. Uh, either with one hand, it's either one hand two movement or two handed movement. Right, right. Or two hand, you know, one move. You know, you understand one, what I'm one, saying. One hand is moving the shirt, yes. while the other hand is is grabbing the firearm. So it's slower than a, than a normal open carry situation or a law enforcement carry. Uh, Kevin, same way. It, you know, well, you're a two handed situation because you're a two gun guy and you're <laughs> looking for somebody to be your daisy. <laughs> uh, Roger that. <laughs> so. It is very important to practice Actually, where it comes I'm from. I'm going to be their huckleberry. They're not going to be their days. There you go. There you go. And I can't tell you, again, I cannot tell you. When the question came in, I knew we were reading this one because I can't tell you the number of times me and another instructor have stood behind the line and watched the hip slap. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it was it was like, oh, look, they're dancing. And, These and guys you, doing the hip slap first. You know, with some of their local ranges, you may have a problem because they don't allow draw. Right. Draw fire. Most, so you, ra- most you, ranges do not. You're, you're going to need to practice draw fire on a on a, a oh, snap listen, cap. This is something you could do at home. Yeah. This is something you you, now, you you clear your weapon. You take all the ammunition for your firearm and you put it in another room. Yes. Okay. You get a snap cap. You get a, a training. Don't slide. even need the snap cap. We're not even going to the point if you don't want to pull the trigger. This yeah, is just the draw. Get it out. Just this get is, it out. This is you don't even have to put your finger on the trigger. You just put it up on the long side and draw. Mm-hmm. You know, pull your best Doc Holiday on this one. You know, it's this is a speed test. Is what this is. How quickly and efficiently can I get this out? And put on the clothing and put it in the place yes. where you would be carrying it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, people laugh at me all the time because I'll show up at a three-gun shoot in a suit. Why are you wearing a suit? Did you just come from church? No, this is what I'm probably going to be wearing if I ever have to do this. And they're surprised to find that I have my rifle on me under my suit. They're like, I didn't know you had that. Exactly. That's the point. That's the point. <laughs> yep. Now they also laugh at you because at a three-gun shoot you bring four guns. I, I, I bring <laughs> two I bring, shotguns. I, I bring two shotguns, two rifles. I don't know a variety of handguns. But you know, and, that's, and the theory. That, What's that, the theory? That, it, it's a New York reload. <laughs> I, I I won I won a stage in shotgun because I hung a 13 and a half inch Benelli in front of my 20 inch Benelli. I fired my eight rounds through my 20. I dropped the 20 to sling, I grabbed my 13, and I finished the last three shots. And they're like, wait, wait, it's a mandatory reload. And I went, I'm from New York. <laughs> and the, and, the, and, and the, the, the course director went, all right, I'm going to give you that one. That's, that was pretty, that was pretty you, you wore it. You wore it the whole stage. You, you, okay, I'll give you that one. So it is very important to, to draw, practice drawing. You can do this at home. Make sure your firearms are loaded. Uh, take uh, Earl's Kevin's advice. Make sure the ammunition's in a different room completely. Yeah, different room. Somebody else check the firearm, and then and then stand there and draw. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do do you know practice draw, practice draw, practice draw. You know, do check your speed, check your guns, talk. You know, give 
silly sayings to yourself. Pretend you're pretend you're in Tombstone. You know, you yeah, pra- practice the flinch. Huckleberry. You know, because yeah. you're going to flinch. Your yeah. mm-hmm. hands are going to go yep, to your yep, face if yep. you you get suddenly startled. So practice that flinch. Hands to the face first, and then go to the firearm. It, practice that stuff. Take Pincus's class. Yep. He'll teach you how to I, flinch. <laughs> Believe me, he'll teach you how to flinch. ICETraining.us. ICETraining.us. All right. Excellent question. Thank you, Callista. You've got an American Sniper DVD HD Blu-ray combo pack coming to you. With laser disc. With laser disc. And Betamax. No, you said no laser disc. <laughs> and Betamax. All right. All right. Let's and check we'll, to see if you're And we'll attention. send that to you on the Twitter, right? Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah, we're going yeah, to we go. email, email her the we're, disc. We're email it to her. All right. All right. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for being here. Great show. Thanks for our guests. Uh, thanks for everybody. And uh, please remember to always exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next week. Going to the rain.